Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. And Bo Levi Mitchell is, uh, I got to tell you, Bo, uh, I've, your little daughter's been here saying, da, da. I've been trying to teach her how to say payday, but so we're still <laughs> we're still working on that. Uh, how has the day been for you? Just from, you know, from, from when you got up this morning to when you looked across the table at Huff and, uh, and and shook hands. How did that whole process go? Yeah, it was it was, it was stressful. It was hectic. Um, you know, the, it was text and phone calls every minute on the hour. Um, you know, for five, six hours, it seemed like just, uh, you know, trying to figure out everything, trying to, you know, you wait until, you know, 10 a.m. to, you know, be able to talk to other teams and, and see offers and things like that. But then, you know, teams want answers right away and to try to find out, you know, because you're a big name and big money on the market and uh, you're holding them up, signing other players. So I was trying to be, you know, diligent in our decision. But uh, going back and forth with Maddie, man, we just we kept struggling, trying to decide, um you know, between certain situations, you know, based off the money, and then uh, at the last at the last second, you know, we gave we gave Calgary one more chance uh, to make to make the offer, and they came back with a great offer, and uh, that's what made our decision. I know yesterday when uh, when we were talking to John, he was saying that he was confident he was going to be able to get you back. Was there any thought about not going to free agency, or did you want to get to ten o'clock this morning and just see what's out there, just do your due diligence? Yeah. I don't think there was ever a thought not to go to free agency, um, you know, unless Calgary just blew the offer away from where it was, and I don't think that was going to happen. That's not how HUD negotiates. You know, it's uh, you gotta you gotta work for what you uh, what you want to get paid, and uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm just I'm just happy to be back in Calgary and happy to, uh, to you know to be here to continue our legacy of what we've been doing. Um, you know, it was it was tough getting to that point, you know, because I'd never been a free agent and been a free man to search other where, other places, um, you know. But when it came down to it, man, you're talking to other teams, and and it feels good to be wanted. It feels good to hear these things and have these other teams curtail their their uh, plans to you, um, you know. But I, I just I didn't see the pieces in place of of the other teams that were offering uh, that I wanted to see. I just got to ask you about the about the NFL experience of the tryouts the offers how was that experience for you did, did, did you feel like you got a fair shot to show what you could do down there i mean in the end you're saying the offers weren't satisfactory for you but at least being able to strut your stuff down there did you feel like you got a fair look yeah i, I did and uh and I, I was satisfied with that part of it uh getting 10 workouts i knew that i was able to show myself with the teams and and man the the, the feedback i got from the teams was amazing and that's honestly why at that point i thought there was no way i was coming back to the cfl you know, I mean, just, you know, talking to these teams and the way they were talking about me, I figured January 1st would be a couple offers out there that I would basically just mull back and forth until I took one. Um, you know, but what I found out quickly is that, you know, a lot of other guys in the CFL were signing. And I'm like, you know, yeah. talking to my agent, I'm like, hey, why are these guys signing? And, you know, the contracts aren't where I want it yet. And he's like, well, man, they, they bring 10, 10 linebackers, 10 receivers, you know, 12 guys into a camp. They bring three or four quarterbacks. So it's a very big decision for them. They got to make sure they make the right one. Um, and the teams I was dealing with were all quarter, very quarterback needy, you know. So it's uh, the decision was going to weigh heavy on them. And, and uh, at the end of the day, it just didn't seem right for them. So, uh, you know, I'm back. And uh, I'm, I'm glad I got to go to free agency and at least see the options and, and understand, you know, not feel like you're, you know, picking a place because you're comfortable there. Um, you know, I, I got to choose between a lot of different offers, and I'm just glad that uh, at the end of the day, Calgary made me feel wanted and made me, uh, made me and my family, you know, very 
happy to be here and uh, to be able to continue everything we've been putting here, in here. I mean, like you said at the end of the season, it was this was a shot that you had to take. You know, you're a you know a Texas kid. You grow up watching the NFL, and you have to take that shot. You have to know just for just for yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, me and my wife were still talking about that this morning. You know, Maddie and I were going back and forth talking about. Um, you know, there were offers out there. She's like, you know, I think, you know, you came here as a number three. I think you could go there as a number three and still get there. And, you know, I just tried to explain uh, to, to her how I felt the NFL works. And I think my agent was doing that uh, as well to me, um, which I do, man. I, I, and honestly, one of my biggest examples comes from Matt Nichols. I watched Matt Nichols go into Dallas as a undrafted free agent um, against uh, – Oh gosh, A and M's quarterback back in the day. He got either way. He got a million dollar contract, yeah. and he looked Stephen McGee. Stephen McGee, and he did not look good in preseason. And Matt was looking very good. He had a fourth quarter comeback win in preseason, and you know all of us at Eastern were like, "Oh man, Matt's gonna make it. Like he's gonna be that guy." And they didn't keep him. And then I heard a story about Mike Riley. Then I hear the stories about Big Hill. And I watched Big Hill in the league last year, so I I, I can watch film and know he should have been there over other guys, and and he wasn't. I talked to these guys in our league and, and just asked them like, man, what happened? Like, what is it? And uh, you know, just you start to hear a lot of stories. You of, gotta of, be somebody's guy. Yeah, you got you gotta be somebody's guy, and, and somebody's gotta be willing to stick their neck out for you. And at, at the end of the day, I didn't feel somebody was willing to stick their neck out for me enough for me to give up. Um, to give up a legacy and a chance to be one of the best ever player in the league. So that's kind of where our decision came down to. And I got to ask you, how much fun was it just to sit down across from Huff this afternoon and you're the guy in the driver's seat? I mean, that's just, that's got to feel good. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't do it in front of him. So I did it from my house. So it was, <laughs> I, there was no way, man. If you're sitting in front of Huff, you're going to sign a contract. Uh, <laughs> You know, so I think it was fun to um, to be at home. I just let my agent handle it, man. I trust my agent Dan Vertley very much, and uh, definitely one of the best in the business. And just allowed him and Huff to go back and forth. You know, I, I had text with Dave, you know, going and just talking to him. But you know, I was very courteous to the other teams that we weren't we weren't using other teams' offers to shop that against Calgary at all. You know, I wanted to legitimately. I mean, I was I was close to other teams. You know, it was there were chances of it happening, but. Um, you know, I got to tell you, man, I'm just I'm just so glad and happy to be back here. Um, you know, Maddie's Maddie's excited to be here. You see them got their colors on over there. And, uh, yeah. and I think we're just excited to uh, to continue. You know, I talked to a lot of receivers this morning. I think we're just excited to kind of push things to another level. You know, we were talking about guys we lost on defense. It's like, all right, we'll go throw the ball more and score more points. And if that's the case, um, you know, but I had text from a lot of guys around the league, you know, asking me, you know, would you come here? Would you come here? And they were trying to make decisions based off where I went. So I knew I was holding the market up a little bit. Um, but we just had to take our time and keep talking back and forth on, you know, where we felt was right for us. See, I'm not going to waste my time or yours asking about specific dollar figures. You know, we know yeah. it's it's a good payday. It, it, maybe there was a little more money somewhere else. But in the end, it was about a little more than money for you just with what you've been able to establish here. Yeah, I'll, I'll be truthful. It was it was about money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think at the end of the day. Crazy you know, nuts. Yeah, four yeah. years ago. I still had two years left in my contract when I decided to take less uh, for the team. And, um you know, I mean, this year you're winning MOP and Grey Cup going into free agency. That's a, that's a big deal. And uh, I think I was looking to get paid, um, be able to set up my family. I've got another daughter on the way. Um, you know, be able to set up my family for the next couple of years because you only do this for so long. You know, yeah. I, I do want to play for a long time, but do I want to play till I'm 40? I don't know because I do want to coach, and, and the quicker you can get into that, the better. You know, so um, I think uh, just having the options to uh, to stay here and play with, you know, 
the, one of the best offensive minds out there and then one of the best coaches in Huff, you know, a guy that still watches film, still helps our team get in a place uh, where we want to be. You know, I think uh, the decision was easy once uh, they got the number up. And uh, I asked Huff about this, too, but, you know, now the fact, uh, you know, a lot of guys moved on. I know you got a lot of catching up to do with all the free agency, but some guys have moved on. Micah Johnson's going to be chasing after you next year. Uh, but just knowing that you're back and knowing that there's that continuity with you for four years, uh, you, you figure that's going to help just with continuing what you've done here, just continuing with that tradition, being able to attract the talent to keep this team uh, a front runner. No, yeah, absolutely, man. I think this contract does exactly what I wanted to do, and that's to put pressure, more pressure on myself, and um, and hopefully, you know, put more on my shoulders as a quarterback. You know, I think I've told Dave that every year I want to throw the ball more. Um, you know, I want that ball in my hands as much as possible, and and uh, to continue to try to you know become a better quarterback, man. It's just it's not. I'm not done. I'm not you know where I need to be yet. I still want to continue to get better um you know as hard as that is for some people to believe but um i think that's what makes some of us uh makes what makes us some of us great and is that we just continue to strive to get to that 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 perfect spot where we want to be as a player and uh yeah i mean I, I'm, I'm confident we're going to bring in a lot of pieces um I know, uh, I know big contracts like mine can make it more, a little bit more difficult, but there's big contracts all over the league. You know, we had some players like Alex and Thurman, Vodders, guys like that leave. Um, you know, they're going to be impossible to replace, but we will definitely uh, use our amazing staff to, uh, to help replace those guys and, and put a great team on the field. This, this probably isn't a question that we're going to be able to answer until we get back out on the field next summer, but for you, as you say, you want to take on more for yourself. You want to become a better quarterback. You're going to feel the pressure of that contract. You know, guys do when they sign deals like this. How are you going to balance that added pressure with not trying to do too much, just with trying to be who you are? Win, baby, win. I mean, winning solves everything. Just go out there and uh, continue to do what you do and, and continue to put out the right product, continue to win games, and uh, everything else will take care of itself. You look tired, man. I imagine it's been a long <laughs> couple of days. I haven't slept a lot. I have not slept a lot, man. It's been a lot of just thinking all night. Um, you know, trying to, you know, make decisions for the last couple of weeks, you know, really just NFL, CFL, trying to make that decision um, if I was willing to give that up or not. And then uh, once I was, I mean, when I talk today, man, it's just kind of the decision we came up with, uh, with Maddie and I, is that, you know, he was like, man, once you make a decision, whether it's NFL or CFL, don't look back the other way. You know, if you go NFL, man, go NFL. Don't look back at us. You know, try to give it, give it everything you got. You know, give it your full attention. Um, you know, don't look at either one and say, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. So, um, you know, CFL is where I'm at. I'm going to be here for a long time, man, and uh, I'm very excited about the opportunities coming up. You had a lot to celebrate here. Another daughter. I mean, well, that's that's the big news today. Congratulations man, on that. Appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, you know, we're just – I'm a good girl dad. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I've got two, I've got two nephews, and uh, and they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to raise a girl, and then I tell you what, man, Ellie's Ellie's uh, she's one of the best girls I've ever met. So, um, you know, I'll just we'll try to continue to raise uh, our second one the same way. Uh, we'll buy her a lot of red and white as well, and uh, look forward to seeing them at football games. Okay, we'll let you celebrate this. I got this picture in my mind of you doing like the Scrooge McDuck dive into the big pile of money here. So. Nah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, dare to dream. Anyway, Bo, uh, Trophies. Yeah, How about that? There you go. Congratulations on this. Uh, great to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Bo Levi Mitchell re-signing uh, with the Calgary Stampeders.
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.